the squadron. They called him Bullets. But we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. (laughs) So uh, you've heard that before, right? And, uh, you know, uh, maybe that's E. Jean Carroll talking about rape is sexy, right? This is a lunatic. Um, Donald Trump will not leave this alone, nor should he. You know, he's back in court today defending himself, trying to defend himself. Uh, Back in court, New York City. Tomorrow is the primary in New Hampshire. You know, they thought that this would totally handicap him. I mean, in... Look at him. He's on the verge of blowing everybody out of the water, and he's defending himself in court. It's helping him, and this woman remains deranged. I put this up. Obviously, this is bothering him as it should. It totally is understandable. This is what he just put out on Truth Social, Um, this notorious interview she gave with Anderson Cooper a couple of years ago. She seems to be thriving on the attention, thriving on the notoriety as she offers not a shred of proof that any encounter actually happened at Bergdorf Goodman. It is such a joke of a case, and that any lawyer on the other side here, and that goes for you, Roberta Kaplan, and you, Judge Lewis Kaplan, and you, Judge, uh, let's see here, Chutkin in Washington, D.C., and you, Jack Smith, you creep, you SUNY Oneonta grad, you bum, you and your wife who hangs out with Michelle Obama, you people, you know that this is wrong. You have weaponized it all. You've weaponized it. Talk about a threat to democracy. You know, co-equal branches of government. But no, they've tried to give one branch, the judicial branch, the upper hand on uh, on Trump. Tried to, They're trying to destroy him. But it's not working. It's blowing up right in their face. So Trump is back in court, and he just put out a slew of messages about this whole sham. Let's go through it if we could. Um, he says, let's see here. Where is that stuff? Big polls, 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 big polls. Bird brain, bird brain has been lying. <laughs> uh, wait, I know he put out something about the... Uh, how he's due back in court today, and he was, but guess what? Court has been called off because of uh, COVID. They cleared the courtroom. Nobody's going to testify, and no one's, nothing's happening today because of COVID. Now, you compare this to last week. Uh, Trump wanted to go to his mother-in-law's funeral, and the judge would not let that happen. The judge said no. How can you say something like that? Everybody has got to go to the funeral of their wife's mother and a lot of folks well no he could have lawyers the same people said that he somehow disrespected disrespected the uh, the jury by not going to the trial initially the trial was in may they found him i guess liable for assaulting eugene carroll totally preposterous the whole damn thing now let's see here uh oh joe biden just said there is no there is no, there is no crisis at the border. More on that in a moment. Donald Trump, from two hours ago on, on 
Truth Social. E. Jean Carroll was forced to change her story about her dress when Donna Karen, the designer of the dress, said it wasn't conceived or manufactured until long after the date in question. In other words, the Monica Lewinsky-type gambit failed badly, then also learning that there was zero evidence on the dress, despite all the threats, all of this hoax run and funded by political operatives. It's all true, by the way. Reed Hoffman, the guy who invented LinkedIn, and um, George Conway, you know, Kellyanne Conway's ex-husband, totally deranged Trump hater, they met this floozy at a party where she's all slurring her words and I'll say anything about Trump, and they got her to do this. Billionaires funded this lawsuit, and uh, they say he can't defend himself. You heard those clips I played last week, right? Convicted murderers are allowed to defend themselves. Convicted murderers are allowed to say before they get sentenced, I didn't do it. They're trying to say Trump cannot maintain his innocence here. He's not allowed to say that out loud. Uh, Now listen to this. I traveled last night from the great state of New Hampshire to New York to attend one of the many crooked Joe Biden-inspired witch hunt trials. Despite the fact that I was there on time and on schedule, it was just learned that one of the jurors is, unfortunately, not feeling well. And for that reason, today's session of the trial, having to do with the woman I know absolutely nothing about, has therefore been canceled with a new date to be determined. Of course, all of these various Biden political opponent trials just happen to be starting with great purpose in the middle of what will be the most important election in the history of our country. They could have all been begun years ago or years after, but certainly not during the election, all caps, you think? Absolutely. In actuality, they should have never been brought at all because I have done nothing wrong. It is what it is, and I will do whatever I have to do. All I ask for is fair judges and juries, and we will win every one of them. These are political scams. This is the second tweet, second truth. These are political scams designed for high-level election interference. The good news is the people of our country understand that better than anyone, including crooked Joe Biden. Make America great again. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. He nails it. And uh, how about that thing with the dress? I kind of remember an interview where she mentioned a Donna Karen dress. We know Donna Karen, right? You don't hear that name as much as you used to, but big-time designer in the in the 90s, right? Donna Karen. And she said it was a very specific type dress. I remember that. And Donna Karen didn't make that dress until, what, a couple of years later? It wasn't even conceived? How about that one, huh? Hey, do me a favor. Can anyone name this tune Call into the station if you can name this tune. And how many notes? We'll give you 20 notes, okay? Cut 18. Ring a bell? Yeah, anybody? No? You're not, neither, you rich? Well, you guys must be racist. This is the black national anthem. All right, nobody's ever heard this song. And uh, those who have been pushing it, they don't know the words. 
I mean, let's face it, a lot of Americans get screwed up on the American national anthem, right? All those words. A bunch of bombs in the air. <laughs> Some people, most famously Enrique Palazzo in Police Academy. No, not Police Academy. Uh, Naked Gun. Uh, couldn't figure out the words to uh, the national anthem. So that is the black national anthem, and it will be played at the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, huh? We really, they really do want to destroy this country. You have to have some sort of cohesion, don't you? You have to have some sort of agreed-upon kind of, well, national anthem, agreed-upon, I don't know, borders, uh, agreed-upon, you know, this is... We're basically a force for good. Our Constitution is not null and void because of slavery. We address that. Well, another big sign that they want to destroy America by pushing that song, which actually sounded rather pleasant. It sounds pleasant. Maybe there's a time and a place for it. Lift every voice. But not at the Nash, not at the, the Super Bowl, the greatest jamboree. It used to be a great jamboree. Now it's depraved. Now it's weird. In the 1990s, I looked it up, the halftime show in 1995 was Charlie Brown and Snoopy celebrating their 50th birthday in the comic strip. And now we move on to Rihanna and uh, that guy. Who was that guy? Um, The criminal. Um, The criminal. Not Ice-T. Not Ice-T, his his buddy. No, not, uh, not the one who smokes the weed. Anyway, maybe it was Dr. Dre. Yeah, Dr. Dre. Was it Dr. Dre? Uh, no, Dr. Dre um, glorifying all of the violence in Compton. That was a couple of years ago. And so it's either glorifying gang violence or glorifying um, depravity and over the overt sexuality. I like to have a good time, all right? But not at the Super Bowl halftime show where your grandmother actually finds, you know, football temporarily interesting, Right. And my daughters, my beautiful daughters, what are they going to? What, you know, sometimes I do think about moving to, um, I don't know, the Amish country or something like that and turning off everything. Here's my baby Annalise talking about writing a letter. She wants to write a letter to her, her grandparents. And by the way, she calls grandpa by his first name, Ray. <laughs> Ray Kelly, yes, that guy, she calls him Ray. Go ahead with the baby talk, please. Do you write to Mama and Ray? It says Mama and Ray. And what did you tell them? They like shapes. They like shapes? Yes. What was your message? My message was... No, it wasn't a message. It was writing a letter. And what did you write in the letter? Um, Grandma and Grandpa. What do you want from Emma and Grandpa? Like I, I write something, so I write a letter to them. Oh, you wrote a letter to them? Yes. And how was it going to get to them? At, at their house. How do we get it there? What do we have to do? We have to drive a car. Down there? Yes. And what do we call that when we bring the letter to them? What do we call that? Hmm? We it goes to Mama and Ray. We deliver it to them. Yes. Can you say deliver? Deliver. Very good. We we can pretend cars are are post trucks. How about the last part? 
at first I'm like, okay, maybe I'm feeding her too much information, feeding it, what do we call it, deliver. Cars, we could pretend that the cars are post trucks. She understands the mail system. She's three. I think that's incredible. Is she gifted? Is she gifted? I think she might be gifted. Uh, no, everybody thinks their kid is gifted, but uh, I tell you what, that kid is a beautiful gift. It, it it really is. I am just a, hey, back to the black national anthem for a moment. Um, something's happening with the black vote, right? Uh, they see what Joe Biden's all about. They I, I don't like using black community. I don't like using white community. I don't like using Jewish community, right? Because people are individuals. So but having said that, listen to this. Cut eight. President Trump is gaining traction with voters of color. So I came to the Bronx to put a face on the numbers, and I was shocked by what I heard. Do you think that President Biden is doing a good job with the economy? No, he's not doing nothing. Is he doing a good job? Yes or no? No, no. I I can see we're all going to be the streets homeless. There's inflation with everything, food, gas, insurance prices. I mean, you name it. Bidenomics is not working. It's it's just a complete mess. You could say anything to Biden right now who says that the economy is improving, especially in black and brown communities. What would you say to him? That's lies. Do you think that somebody else besides Biden should be president? Bring back Trump. We have money on Trump as president. Free my son Trump. Trump 2024, everybody. I'm going to vote for Trump. It was much better when he was here financially for everybody. I'm definitely voting for Donald Trump. He made sure we had money in our pockets. He was for the people. He made sure we had what we needed. And ever since he's been out of office, everything's declined. They're saying it's going to be Biden Trump, so who will you vote for? Oh, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to have to go for Trump. Who are you voting for? Trump. Wow. And that was in the South Bronx, which is one of the most solidly Democrat areas in new york state or at least it's depicted as voting solidly democrat hmm uh i think that's going to change don't you be right back handling legal matters is stressful so let the law offices of frank bruno jr provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve the law offices of frank bruno jr has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years they focus on elder law and estate planning but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate the law offices of frank bruno call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com that's frankbrunolaw.com frank bruno Bruno. He's your numero uno. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And you know, in uh, New Hampshire, on the Democrat side, uh, there's a primary as well. And Joe Biden, uh, weirdly, is not on the ballot. Uh, he's not. So why isn't he on the ballot? It is a given that the republic that the uh, the the incumbent has to be renominated has to go through the primary uh, system. Uh, it's what they all do. It's what Trump did actually in 2020 as an incumbent, and it's also an indicator about how well the guy's going to do in the general election. Donald Trump had basically zero uh, Republican opposition as he was seeking the renomination. He got 99.9% of the vote in um, in Iowa back in 2020 in the primary. He got it again in um, – he got that kind of support again in New Hampshire and on and on and on. But you got to do it. You got to have your campaign do it. You file the paperwork. You do. You do it. Um, and sometimes it's competitive. Like for Jimmy Carter in uh, 1980, 
Uh, he ran for the primary. He lost certain states to uh, Ted Kennedy. And uh, actually, did he lose to Ted Kennedy? I don't know if he actually did, but it was competitive. And um, he didn't like that. And Ted ultimately lost, but uh, so did so did Jimmy Carter. So anyway, Joe Biden is not on the ballot, and that's weird. And why he's not, it's kind of a middle finger to all of New Hampshire. Now, Joe Biden did terrible in Iowa in 2020. Terrible. He was like in fifth place. And then he did worse in New Hampshire. I think he was in sixth place. And then he turns around, he goes to South Carolina. The congressman, Jim Clyburn, tells everybody to drop out. It's going to be Joe, just like a boss, just like a party boss. And everybody's got to rally around Joe Biden. And they did. They all got their marching orders. If you win Iowa, if you win New Hampshire, Pete Buttigieg, you know, I'm no fan of his, but my goodness gracious, he won Iowa. I think he came in second place in New Hampshire. And he quits after one, After he quits in South Carolina. What about the momentum? Well, the whole damn system is rigged. South Carolina, they want to be the first primary, right? So they can, it's a great, it's a big state. The whole primary thing, like you too can be president if you start small, like Jimmy Carter did in 1976. Nobody knew who he was. He won Iowa, Kind of a little bit like Barack Obama, but they want to make it so it's not democratic, so that the machine calls the shots. So there is a guy named Dean Phillips. He's a congressman from Minnesota, a Democrat, um, and he's running, and they just talked to him a little while ago. He is not going to win, they say, because people will write in the name Joe Biden. You can write in somebody, and there's a big push to write in Joe Biden. But listen to this guy, who's not dumb. Go ahead. Congressman, did the Biden campaign make a mistake in bypassing New Hampshire? We're that, doing questions yes. tonight at the rally. It's a big folks. one. Please watch. Not just for Joe Biden, but for this whole country and the yeah. practice of democracy. What will be your goal for success tomorrow? What percentage do you it's need to get? already been successful. If we're in the 20s, I think it would be a grand slam. He's going to be in probably the 50s or 60s. If it's worse, better than that for me, watch out. Thanks, everyone. If he's in the 20s, it's a grand slam. And the way politics works sometimes, I do remember, uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Pat Buchanan. Pat Buchanan got something like 25 or 30 percent of the vote in 1992. And that was a major, 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 major wake up call for George H.W. Bush. One of the many reasons why he lost. This will be probably could be one of the many reasons why Joe Biden goes down in flames. Who doesn't deserve it more? Huh? I mean, are you really going to stick with this guy? Oh, one thing, though. One thing, though. Michelle. No problem. Trump beats her even more handily than Biden. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am suspending my campaign. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. All right. The days of putting Americans last.
of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. Hope so. DeSantis calling it quits. He seems relieved. He seems happier. Uh, And here's Donald Trump uh, being very gracious. Cut three. Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a a really good campaign, I will tell you. It's not easy. They think it's easy doing this stuff, right? It's not easy. But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m., and in so doing, he was very gracious, and he endorsed me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate that, and I also look forward to working with Ron and everybody else to defeat crooked Joe Biden. We will have to get him out. All right. I love it. I love it. And uh, uh, it was a long time coming, right? And uh, I saw it a long time ago that this guy, hey, we want to point out that that was uh, Cara Castronova who did went up to the South Bronx and talked to all those folks about uh, supporting Trump this time around. Communities of color seem to be uh, going Trump's way in numbers that freak out Democrats. Uh, they are petrified about this this new uh this new reality, this 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 new world, new world order, and not the way the globalists like it. Uh, Andrew, hello. Hey, what's up, Greg? It's um, not the God, but Charmé, the God, just to go on the Carrot Casanova point interviews. His guest, I don't know who he was, but he was a hip-hop guy from, and he was saying from the inner city that everyone is voting Trump, he said, in his African-American community. It's not momentum towards Trump. He said, no one's voting for Biden. And uh just want to say with um, DeSantis, he kind of reminds me his voice of... of uh, Come on, leave him alone now. He quit. He quit the race. All right? Leave him alone. Be nice. Be nice. All right, Andrew. Thank you very, very much. We will try... Frank, are you in Astoria? What? Yes, it's E. Frank from Astoria, Queens, uh, Greg. And? And, of course, you know, this is one of my uh, next times that I've called you. I know you're very serious. I don't have to, you know, coax you. I just wanted to talk about an issue involving Joe Biden. Jesus, just start, okay? Go. Please. Sorry, you don't have to coax me. All right, E. Frank. What the hell is with the E? E, like like G. Gordon Liddy, your E. Frank? Now, even your father, when he did a certain of my background investigations, he saw, what's E. Frank? But it's a, a name that was given to me at birth at Elmhurst Hospital by my, and the nurse wondered why she wanted, my mother wanted to eat in front of Frank. She was under anesthesia, and they just put it as E. Frank. Uh, sounds like a typo. Not really. I mean, all right, all right. And my, my dad actually asked you the same question at some point? Yeah, but that was a long time ago, back when he was uh, uh, police commissioner in the 90s. Uh, Yeah, all right. This is all very uh, interesting. All right, so what's your point about today? Well, anyway, you know, you're saying that uh, if crooked Joe Biden wins the election, we're all doomed, uh, that he's bird-brained if he wins the election somehow. Wait, wait, what is your point of view? I know what my point of view is. What is your point of view? My point of view is uh, we're now in a situation where we're stuck with three guys, and you could call 
uh, Nikki Haley one of the one of the guys because she's very uh, interested in winning the the Republican nomination and being president. And we have uh, Joe Biden's vice president, who's Kamala Harris. So we're stuck with these three individuals: Nikki Haley, uh, Donald, and uh, Joe. And it's coming to a point where all of them have serious issues in their backgrounds. I mean, what, if you're telling the truth, Greg, that Donald hey, Trump uh, is a- E. Frank. All right, I don't like the way you're. You know, you got to set everything up at the with, with this big preamble. All right, the, everybody has issues. We know about Donald Trump's situation. We don't care. All right? They're fake issues, number one. And then the issues, what, the Access Hollywood tape? We know all that stuff. So tell me something I don't know. Just tell me something. Okay. I would say um, Ivanka Trump not being uh, loyal to uh, President Trump because she's a biological daughter of his. All right, E. Frank, I think you blew this campaign wide open. Wow, everything, n- nothing will be the same. Did you pass the background test uh, that you took under my dad's uh, administration in, in, the, in the 90s? Uh, 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 I'll take that as a no. What's wrong? All right, so you got beef. You got beef with the Kelly family. Something's going on. There's a lot of, I don't know. E. Frank, look, I don't want to end on a nasty note, but uh, I appreciate you calling. Um, final thought. Yeah, I, I, I like when your uh, cousin says to me at the New York State Conference Mass every year. All right, thanks for calling. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, New York State Conference Mass. All right, uh, Don, and where are you? New Bern, North Carolina. You're kidding. I used to live in that town. I know. You, you were at Cherry Point, I believe. Yeah. We're, uh, I used to live in New Bern on 411 East Front Street, right next to the Sedan Temple, if you know where that is. Uh, I love that little well, town. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now from my my back window. I'm on the other side of the river, looking at Union Point Park and and the Sudan Temple. How yes. about that? I live right next door to that thing. Well, I love that you're in a very special part of the world, Don. What's up? I, I agree. Yeah, I wanted to talk first. Let me thank you and your and your father for the wonderful service you did for our country. I really appreciate it. And then second, the real uh, clear politic polls. I can't understand why they're only like 3% with Trump in the lead, but it should be more like 30% with Trump in the lead. You mean versus why Biden? so close? You, you mean versus Biden? Why, yeah, why is Trump and Biden so close in the real clear politics polls? Well, when, when, when Biden is an absolute disaster on all counts. Uh, look, the campaign in a weird way, the general election campaign arguably hasn't started. Uh, I don't believe a lot of the polls anyway. And, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do? It's uh, Donald Trump, even at the peak of his presidency, right? The peak, the peak. We always knew it was going to be a tight race. What do you think? I think I, I, I dismiss a lot of polls. Remember, the polls told us that Trump was going to lose hugely in uh, 2016. You know that, right? Remember? Remember? Hillary is going to win. They've got private polls behind the scenes, and I have a feeling that they are much better for Trump uh, behind the scenes, the, the private polls. Uh, what do you make of it? Well, the polls, from what I see, after after the election and whatnot, for example, the Des Moines Register poll was within a couple of points. Trump did uh, trounce the other candidate, but uh, that was pretty accurate. I, you but, know what the psychology, the psychology. I know, like like people say, well, you know, Nikki Haley in this poll beat Biden by seventeen points. Um, number one, that poll was an outlier, and number two. 
um, I think that we have a different kind of calculus with Nikki Haley because we know she's not going to get the nomination. So we'll kind of give her a vote of confidence here. But you can't run for president. You can't be in the general if you can't win the, the nomination. Anyway, Don, what do you do down there? Well, I have an Internet business. I sell model railroad equipment online. Oh, wow. I wish I had the time for model railroading. I used to as a kid. I love it. I think it's cool. H-O scale, O scale, E scale, what? Mostly H-O scale, and I think it's a wonderful hobby. People can learn crafts. They can learn how electricity works on layouts and whatnot. And they can also learn the history of railroads and how the railroads helped develop this country, too, to what it is today. What's your website? DonBlack.com. DonBlack.com. For all of our yeah. model railroad needs. I'm going to check it out. I love to go on YouTube and look at the uh, big model train sets. And, uh, hey, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but Rod Stewart, the singer, he has one of the best model train sets in the world. Did you know that? He's got this huge, the most, one of the most impressive I've ever seen. He loves this stuff. People from all walks of life can, uh, can get into it or not into it. Let's face it, we're kind of a unique breed who likes this stuff. Don, thank you, donblack.com. Let's do one more. Mary, hello. Oh, hi. Um, this is about uh, Trump and uh, E.J. Carroll. Yeah. Eugene Carroll. Right. I don't, under- I don't understand why somebody can be uh, found guilty or liable for something, for some action for which there is no date. It is preposterous. <laughs> you, 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 it, it's ludicrous that he's been found liable. It is. You're right. She can't even figure out what year it is. 1995 or 1996, she has no idea because it didn't happen. And she is, in my opinion, a bit of a degenerate. Okay? And I say that based on the stuff, the filthy stuff that she says out loud, uh, her books, the horrible things she said about John Johnson, one of the great broadcast journalists of all time, and a lot of other stuff. So uh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Isn't it just shocking? And you know what's even worse? That there aren't more lawyers. You turn on any, uh, even Fox News, you'd be surprised. You know, they have Bill Barr on, and they have all these lawyers who oppose Trump, right? All these lawyers. There aren't more lawyers. Uh, the ACLU, the American Bar Association, those are thoroughly corrupt organizations to be allowing this to happen, and they're just fine with it. There's that. and uh, Oh, and the media. And the media just kind of going along with this. That includes, I mean, even like mainstream, like Channel 2 local. I've noticed them. They are so crazy woke and pro-Biden. That goes for a lot of places places that I'm very familiar with, if you know what I mean. Uh, but I don't want to say any more about that. All right, Mary, where's Bud Lake? Bud Lake is in northwest New Jersey. And actually, I'm one town over from Andrew and Netcong. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know him. But every time you say that, I go, oh. Is there actually, <laughs> saying, a, yeah. is there actually a lake there? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And I live on top of a hill looking down. I can see it. That sounds lovely. I hear there's no lake in Spring Lake. Spring Lake, New Jersey. There's actually not not a lake there. Uh, All right, Mary. Oh, I'm out of time. I'll be right back. Thank you, Mary. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And the 
Mayor Giuliani show comes up in just a couple of minutes. But uh, we got a special preview with the mayor himself, who is on the ground in New Hampshire. I know that because, uh, well, Donald Trump was singing his praises at a rally over the weekend and said, there's Rudy, the greatest mayor in the world. Hello, Mr. Mayor. How are you? How is it up there? It's it's very good up here. I mean, uh, we've we got a we got a lot in. I mean, we 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 um, we went to his rally. Uh, Ted invaded one of uh, one of uh, Haley's rallies. Uh, the difference is uh, about two. Th- what, what do you have? About twenty thousand for Trump and about six hundred for Haley. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and tonight tonight it should be the same thing. The enthusiasm level, Greg, you know, I haven't been in a rally in a little while. I, I was at the original ones, introduced them 20 times. I, even back then, the enthusiasm level is unlike any other American presidential candidate that I've ever witnessed. And I'm not saying he's necessarily the best candidate or he's one of the best. Uh, and some guy got offended, a friend of mine that was in the Reagan administration with me. He said, well, you know how much we love Reagan. I said, I'm not taking anything away from Reagan. Reagan had his other assets. He was, he was the greatest speaker. But he didn't have this, this, this kind of enthusiasm. It's off the wall. And it's nice, and this is why J6 was so ridiculous. The night of J6, I told President Trump, I, 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 these can't be our people. They don't act that way. Because I had watched them for six months. It's like a really healthy enthusiasm. Like they really believe in him. That's the, that's the winning formula for him. When he can do that, He's going to win. And I think back in 2020, among many of the things that he got hurt with, he had to cut back those rallies uh, you know, terribly. Right. I mean, we, at, the very end of, at the very end of 16, uh, Steve Bannon had him doing four, three and four of those a day. I, and I used to be with him at all of them. And I used to tell Steve, we're going to kill the guy. We're going to kill the guy. Well, I'm That's so glad you're by his side. You've been by his side from the get-go. The enthusiasm is uh, off the charts. You can feel it. You see it. Uh, I kind of I, I sense something is special. He could lock this thing up earlier than any other nominee, presidential nominee in history. Um, hey, Mr. Mayor, the case against you and the others regarding January 6th in Atlanta seems to be falling apart by the minute. Uh, Fawny and uh, that crazy Nathan Wade, Nathan whatever, this lawyer who's not really a lawyer. Um, what's the latest with that? Do you think this case is going to be thrown out or will they just give it to another prosecutor? What's going to happen? I think, that, you know, I, I think it's not obvious it will be thrown out. It's obvious they're going to be thrown out of the case, I think. Uh, whether the case gets thrown out, I think it could, particularly if we could take discovery on exactly what Wade was doing going to the White House. Because I have a suspicion that all these cases are tied together. And I don't mind telling you, I recommended this to, 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 to the president. I said, you gotta get your lawyers to bring one, I've talked, talked to you about this, Greg, to bring one big case. Basically saying all four of these are part of one book, one conspiracy. Each one is a separate part. And the whole idea was to get you on trial four times in the election year. Nobody else in America is on trial four times in an election year. It's absurd to be on trial four times. Whether you run for president or not, you can't get due process. I mean, it, it is automatically a violation of due process to try to try a defendant four times in one year. The person can't prepare for trial. 
the prosecutor is taking away your ability to prepare for trial. Now he's doing it at a time in which you're running for president. And, and then I think you can prove the obvious motive had nothing to do with enforcing the criminal law, but it had to do with jamming up an election. And I think Wade's uh, trip to the White House, I think there'll be conversations in between uh, the New York people, whether it's directly uh, with the AG or not. And then I don't think you had to have conversations with Garland because Garland is one of the architects of the conspiracy. So well, those are not four separate cases. Those are one case intended to do the same thing as covering up the hard drive. Now, hold on a second. When you say bring the Donald Trump needs to bring a case, one big case, like what do you mean by that? A lawsuit? What do you like? What kind of case? What kind of case can a defendant bring? Uh, it can bring it can bring a violation of his civil rights against. Uh, I mean, we could join him. I mean, the other defendants are having their civil rights violated as well. Uh, this is this is a fake criminal case. It's a it's a tactic, a political tactic, to interfere with an election that that's masquerading as a criminal case, as in such a way that we we are deprived of due process. Uh, we can't be. I mean, you can't be tried four times and have due process. How do you prepare for tri- four trials in one year? His his lawyers uh, can can point that out. I think any fair judge would say that's a giveaway if you're trying them four times in one year. You're not trying to give them a fair trial. Yeah. So how are you holding up, Mr. Mayor? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling good about the election. I don't know if tonight's a blowout or a win. It's one or the other. Uh, uh, the only thing that worries me, if this, if this were a straight Republican primary, I'd even predict something close to 60% on a Republican side. But I don't know how many. And it isn't really the Democrats invading. It's the independent people who lean a Democrat. Because their independent voters are the biggest number of voters. And they're independent because they're really smart. They can go into either primary. I get it. I get it. Hey, what is your take? Just give us your top-line view on Nikki, Nikki Haley, who suddenly is crying uh, South Carolina. You know, she loves South Carolina. Except it was terribly racist toward her uh, when she was a childhood. She she hits us with that uh, now. <laughs> uh, never been part of her campaign. All of a sudden, you know, she was picked on because she's brown, she says, when she was a kid. I don't buy it. Uh, I find the whole damn thing phony. I find her phony. But what do you what do you make of her? I think she thinks she's in a Democratic primary. <laughs> I really do. Maybe that's. The key here, she's trying to bring de- uh, uh, independent to lean Democrat in to vote. But the last minute appeals she's making absolutely turn off a Republican uh, constituency. I also think, unlike DeSantis, who, you know, kind of kind of uh, exited after a lot of mistakes, he exited in a way that helped him. Uh, I don't see her ever being a candidate of the Republican Party. Yeah, no, we... I think, uh, she's, I think she's permanently killing herself. We can't We're, stand her. Listen, there's the music, Mr. Mayor. You're going to have a great show. I think tomorrow's going to be a great night for POTUS. We love it. To be continued.